0: Pod Save the Queen!
1: Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's Royal Podcast. I'm Anne Gripper and we are returning with another episode rather sooner than we normally would because it is Royal Wedding Week and there is a lot to talk about, lots to be excited about. And we have two new guests who are new to the to the show. So, welcome to Julie Delahaye, one of our online, online team who writes about travel for us, and Ricky Saeed, who is our consumer editor for the Daily Mirror. Is that right? Hello. And is also crucially a resident of almost Windsor, <laughs> and has a close connection with that. So, um, it's Tuesday afternoon, we're recording, fresh in the, the storm of. Megan's dad but we're going to leave that aside that was, that was the earlier episode and we're going to talk about a bit more about what you can expect if you're going down to Windsor or maybe if you come and visit the UK in the future and, and want to tread in Harry and Meghan's royal footsteps so I've actually, to be honest with you never been to Windsor I've been to Windsor Great Park which <laughs> is magnificent, is enormous great to walk about in and feels quite grand I've seen the castle but I've never had a day out in Windsor. What is it like? What could I
0: expect if I went there? Uh, Windsor's a very quaint little town. um obviously dominated by the by the castle, which um, looms large as you uh, as you approach. It's for visitors, it's really easy to access because it's only eleven miles from Heathrow Airport. It's west of London, so twenty five miles from from London It'll take you about an hour if you're driving. Um, but it's, it's what I would call cute. So there's lots of boutique shops, um, plenty of tea rooms, pubs practically on every corner. There's a lovely, gentle vibe about Windsor. It's, it's kind of a seaside vibe that you get without being by the seaside. Very genteel. Um, everyone's very polite, as you can imagine. Um, I live just outside Windsor in a, in a, a town called Slough, and um, the Queen Mum, bless her, once said Windsor used to be so lovely till they built Slough. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Slough, Slough is is, a, is is a bit more of a sort of a kind of like um, not not rough, but but it's, it hasn't people. got the same manners as, as Windsor. So when you go to Windsor, you really notice that it's it's very upmarket. the the shops have a different feel about them service is of the essence and they're all the usual shops that you'd expect in any uh normal high street so you get the big brands like Marks and spencer um you get the coffee shops like costa starbucks but what you haven't got is a a a chain department store so there's no john lewis or debenhams windsor in the center of peskard street which is the main kind of in quotes high street um has Daniel, which is a hundred year old family run department store, still run by the same family all these generations on, and it's as you would expect it to be. It's not swish or swanky, it's quite old fashioned, but that's part of its charm. So, um, I would anyone going to Windsor, I would say go to Daniel. Um, I think they're making wedding themed cakes as well lemon and elderflower which they're selling by the thousands the same um, flavor as the wedding exactly, the official exactly, wedding on a, cake on a, daily, of course. on a daily basis and um it, it really is if you're in that area it really is a must visit the the river thames runs through it as you would expect um people go and feed the swans um lovely boat rides along the river little fun fair Oh um, maybe we need to bin off going back to the office. we're going to go day out now. It really is a fun day out. <laughs> and what about the the
1: castle because obviously nobody will be able to get into the castle on Saturday unless yeah. they're one of the guests or um, lucky
0: ticket holders unless you but have to, a golden ticket. I have to but, say that back in the day when the Queen Mum died in 2002 i was one of the lucky reporters that actually got into the castle and had one of the best vantage points so when you when you look at the castle you see these amazing turrets but you don't realize that there are walkways along the turrets so i managed to get up into one of the turrets and have a an amazing view of windsor as the um funeral cortege came up the hill and turned left into into the castle itself because her funeral service was held in in the in the castle that's right in the castle and she's um she, she was laid to rest in the in 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 the chapel where um prince harry and Meghan markle will uh, will say i do mm-hmm. so plenty of uh, history and heritage but the castle is is amazing it um it, you know it has a, has a tea shop a souvenir shop um the the uh, statue of queen victoria kind of domi- dominates before before you go in and of course you always look to see if the royal standard Is flying because if it is then you know the Queen is is in and um, Windsor is is her home rather than her office so um, often you will see the flag flying in your great the Queen's the Queen's in (laughs) maybe she'll invite us in for tea (laughs) if we go and visit
2: they've got that doll's house as well don't they like Queen Mary's doll or something I remember when I was a kid I went and it was like it's like the whole castle but miniature and it's re- it's really cool but you, yeah. you can't play with it which is, I was like nine I was really disappointed but it is really cool like, Yeah, it's definitely worth like, yeah. going to see. But yeah, lots to do in Windsor. And
1: is there anything that you've been um, spying on for, as recommending for tourists and, because I know you've been looking at the procession route a bit as well and how yeah. that fits into the town. I mean, I
2: think anyone who goes, like, anyone who's going down on the day is going to be absolutely amazing because there'll be like parties everywhere and stuff um, but I think in terms of what there is to see and do in Windsor like I mean, I went to the Royal Windsor Horse Show about two years ago, and um, I just went randomly because it was something someone had told me was quite a nice event, and then the Queen was there, and that was really exciting. And they have, like, a grand national for Shetland ponies, and that was really cool. So that so, was the
1: that was the event that was held just at the weekend yeah, as well, where we yeah, saw yeah. Prince
2: Philip for the first time since his hip operation, driving, oh, incredible. Yeah. yeah.
1: But so, yeah,
2: so that's the kind of stuff I think, like, if, you, if you're if you going to Windsor, but obviously you'll have missed the Royal Wedding, like, that's the kind of stuff I'd go for because... It's just quite a fun event and it was just quite a cool... You kind of take in all the sights and you can see the castle and then obviously, I, got, I mean, I got really excited when the Queen walked out. But and it's
1: very, very British as well. Yeah. It's one of those events of the summer. I can remember watching it on telly yeah. when I was growing up. With in a the glass H-C-L. of PIMs
2: and just like, love, yeah, it was great. Oh, pims, <laughs> Lovely. Um,
1: and um, there's various events happening probably around the country for people that aren't going to Windsor. yeah. Is there anything that sort of has stood out for you as Um, you've been looking through the listings?
2: I mean, what I'm loving is that there's a lot of like, especially across London, there's a lot of tea rooms that are holding like fancy afternoon teas, but they're having like the lemon and elderflower cake and they're doing like themed biscuits and they're doing a lot of live screenings. So I think for people who don't want to sit on the sofa, like just head down, there's so many restaurants and pubs that are just doing a big live screening. They're doing like special themed food. I think there's one... Bar well, in London but I've forgotten their name at the moment but they're doing like an American menu for Meghan and then they've got like a British equivalent for Harry and it's just there's just so much like going on
1: so. oh it's fun fun times for the people organizing all of yeah. the yeah. events <laughs> organizers yeah, just street, go wild yeah, imagine I should imagine across Britain yeah. yeah and then we also found out yesterday where the bride and groom will be spending the night before the wedding yeah to really quite swanky hotels yeah
2: so megan's going to cliveden house sorry i might mispronounce that but just call me up but um yeah and i was having a look and it's it's so fancy it's really glamorous like it's this massive lovely house on the national trust cliveden estate and um it's just incredible like you can get you can kind of like get basic rooms that have like views of the river but then you can also get these insane suites like there's a prince of wales suite which is like i think it's it's like £1,535 a night, but you go in and you get like, like I mean, if she took it, it would be like, you get your own dressing room, you get your own living room, there's like a dining hall, um, there's like a massive bed, and you, you've got like a private access to the dining rooms and stuff, so I reckon if she goes, because I think she's going with her mum, isn't she? I reckon that would be, su- I mean, I'd love to take my mum to somewhere like that, but... Maybe like, uh, a cheaper one of the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> ideal
1: for a princess to be, so, yeah. you know, yeah. having, that big, having yeah. that big room. And, you know, any bride who's got married, yeah. you, you need a little bit of space yeah. usually for a dress and someone to put you in it and, and, and all of that kind of thing. As well.
2: There's a spa that she can, like... I think chill. I mean, I think any all my friends that got married have been so nervous the night before. So I feel like if we could have put them in a nice massage room and been like chill, <laughs> that it would be, have been fine. Yeah, don't yeah. talk yeah, to anybody yeah, for yeah. half and it's an hour. Only but like but half an hour as well from Windsor, so she won't have to. Because the wedding ceremony is at midday, so she won't have to rush like to try and get there. I think we will be fine. And no, obviously as long as ridiculous. they clear
0: the roads, it's quite a tight. Yeah, it's quite a tight driver. the roads quite narrow because Clifton is at Taplow, and it's yeah. it's. It's not a great. It's not a great route, but I'm sure she'll have um, escort yeah. riders to uh, Russia like to, uh, to, the to, the, to the to the to the church or the castle on time. And hmm. it might be quite
1: handy actually if it's
0: narrow route because then people won't be potentially
1: ste- yes. stealing a picture too early. So, yeah. Exactly to show so off the, so the dress so. And have you've to, been there, haven't you? I was you? going to
0: say. I just have to say that um, if you you know if you do want to go to Cliveden, there is a more sort of friendly way of doing it. Go for afternoon tea. It really is very very grand and it's luxurious. Um, Anyone who likes Downton Abbey will love having tea at Cliveden because it's got the heritage, it's got tapestries on the walls, beautiful comfy sofas, the service is as you would expect. It's like having your own Carson for for a couple of hours. Um, You can take champagne tea with a glass of Tattinger which I was once told was the Queen's favourite champagne, <laughs> but I'm not sure because Paul Roger now is being mooted as her favourite. So that's £54. Um, if you want it without the champagne, it's £37. Oh. and then you Which is not
1: outlandish for a London-ish posh afternoon tea. And the sur-
0: surroundings are fabulous. They add a £2... Because pa- it's National Trust, they add a £2 surcharge if you're not a National Trust member, but it allows you then to walk around the grounds... Okay. which really is a day it's a whole day out um, and you know the teas are amazing. you get a choice of about twenty seven different types of tea but you probably won't be allowed in on Saturday
1: yeah. I no. suspect yeah. <laughs> maybe wait until next week I think
2: they're opening back up like pretty, yeah pretty much the day after but I think you can yeah. um Clifton House I think is opening for national trust if you if you go on the doubt you just pay the two pounds and if you go on an official tour they take you inside but I, I think they are closing it obviously on yeah. Saturday I imagine the whole thing is
1: books out I'm, I'm sure as soon as the announcement came out yesterday like travel editors yeah. or would have been being tapped up to say
2: can you get us in there yeah, any, yeah. like before the wedding is there any any space so for, to send someone down I think they did stay? have events planned but I think they cancelled the events for Megan, but then I think they're now rescheduling them and trying to kind of make it up to the people who were going to go oh,
1: that, <laughs> Hope, hope there weren't any other brides and grooms no. in there <laughs>
2: What about Harry? So Harry's going to Coath Park with Prince William. And I've got a theory that they picked it because it's got private polo fields. And obviously they're <laughs> massive polo players. So I reckon they're just going to go and have like a cheeky game, the two of them. Kind of, I'm sure William will have like so much wisdom he can share to Harry. Because he's obviously done the whole getting married in front of. Millions of people around the world.
1: (laughs) Because we still never heard anything about Prince Harry's stag do, but playing polo the night before your wedding strikes me
2: as slightly high risk because it's not exactly the (laughs) safest True, (laughs) True. but he—I reckon he's a bit of a risk taker. I reckon he'd probably enjoy it. But (laughs) there is there is also a spa. Like he can, I guess that's a bit more chilled.
1: And what's 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 that hotel like? As
2: a, I mean, it's it's almost. I think it's a almost as swanky as the one Megan, I think Megan's one in the slightly swankier hotel stakes, but it's still like massive rooms, like really luxurious set. It kind of looks like something out of a film set. Like you can just imagine like massive four poster beds and like huge views of the estate. And it just looks really, I'm really jealous in case you can't tell. <laughs> like just kind of like,
0: I think that's the hotel where they shared their first public kiss as well. Yeah. So it's got a lot of sentimental attachment as well as being a luxurious venue. Yeah.
1: Okay. And in fact, the the Cliveden Hotel has also got a lot of um, actual real history, maybe not just personal romantic (laughs) history, (laughs) but um, uh, the Profumo affair was sort of sparked there to a certain extent. Um, Read up on that because it is a fascinating story that we can't do justice to spies <laughs> russians <laughs> yeah uh, I, had a quick look.
2: I had a quick look yeah. and i was like I, I mean i've known like bits of it but i couldn't believe just how much it's like a whole novel isn't it I'm yeah like, it's yeah. so yeah. interesting
1: absolutely incredible um because we need to talk about the honeymoons instead yes. so harry and megan um they're not going straight away on honeymoon they've got um work to do pretty no. much straight away it, well she's got to go to her father-in-law's 70th birthday celebrations oh, no. which, well I'm sure it'll be lovely it's you know <laughs> grand affair worse things to do um so and I think William and Kate did this as well they had a mini moon before their big real honeymoon. before their big honeymoon yeah. so what are the what are the tips for Harry and Meghan what do you think they might go for or? well
2: a lot of the a lot of the royal, cu- well the British royal couples actually did a lot of mini-moons and honeymoons in the UK. So like the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh, they just went to what's it called Broad- Broadland's house in Hampshire and they did their honeymoon there before going to Balmoral because obviously it's like a big royal hotspot, isn't it? Um, and then Diana and um, Prince Charles also went to Balmoral I think after, they, they did a cruise first, so they went on the Royal Yacht Britannia and then they came back and stopped by. Balmoral as well for a couple of days and I think Edward and Sophie Wessex did a mini UK staycation as well so I reckon like Harry and Meghan will have some I reckon they'll probably head to Balmoral if they can like it would be quite a good place to get they might not go there obviously but I reckon it's
1: it'd be nice because she's probably go. not been there before
2: I would no, guess no I don't think so and it's only it's only in Scotland so it's not very far for them to to get for a day and a half I guess no, plenty can, of privacy up there as well yeah
1: or you could take a surfing in rock
2: uh yeah might be Not <laughs> Not a like, private, Not a private look, <laughs> yeah. I, i'm from cornwall i've got to give a shout of out like get down to cornwall megan it's yeah. amazing
1: it's you know she's spent time in california and yeah, you want to go true. hit the coast then obviously cornwall is the place to go um
2: that's the thing about britain though it's got so many like nice areas like i feel like we've got really nice sandy beaches and then we've also got like all those like quintessentially british countryside escapes and stuff i feel like for for Megan who's obviously not been living in the UK for very long, I reckon there'll be so many places that she wants to check out. Go
1: to some remote Scottish island. Yeah, where they can just be exactly. on their own. On their own. It's also beautiful. And what about for the big honeymoon? What are the hot tips?
2: So the biggest tip we've had is that they're probably going to Namibia, um, which is in Africa obviously, and I I think it's quite a good shout that it would be in Africa because they they have such a love affair with the continent. Um, like obviously Harry has so many links. Like he's the royal patron for the rhino conservation in Botswana. That is a mouthful, but that's about the right title. Um, and Meghan went to Rwanda with her work for World Vision, so they both already like been so many times. And then obviously they went to Botswana for. I, I want to say their like, second, because they had their blind date, and then a few weeks later, he invited her out. It was a very rapid, Yeah.
1: You whirlwind know, well, romance. Yeah, so,
2: I mean, that's a great second date. I don't think I've ever been whisked away to Africa for a day, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that was, they did that, and obviously had the engagement ring, it's got a diamond from Botswana. So I feel like Africa's just been such a, like, big part of their love story. I just feel like it would be such a nice way for them to yeah, kind of
0: start it, a new chapter,
2: and yeah, and Namibia is gorgeous. It's got so many like beautiful safari lodges. Like you can have these amazing tents that are like on the plains, and you can obviously they're like he was saying he's a massive fan of safaris and stuff like that. So I think it'd be really romantic.
1: Sorry, Windsor, we're not coming. Yeah, Sorry, we're heading. We're gonna just go straight like day to the bedroom. Yes. Straight <laughs> on, straight on <laughs> safari. Um, so what are you ladies going to be doing on Saturday? I'm going to be in here. Editing, <laughs> running the site, looking, looking at the dress from here and uh, writing about a billion stories <laughs> with our amazing team, um, uh, podcast listeners, we are running a live blog already. So come over to mirror.co.uk and check that out where you can keep up with all of the latest. Yeah. But So we'll be running that right up to the wedding and beyond. Okay. Um, so, you know, buckle up and join <laughs> us on the ride. But how would, how will you be spending Saturday?
2: Um, I'm definitely going to watch it on TV. I think I'm going to probably sit down with a lot of cake and a bit of Prosecco and watch it at home, probably in my pyjamas, not quite as glamorous <laughs> as whatever. Her her wedding dress will be beautiful. So. But I think it will be quite... I think I I do love a good royal wedding because you just get like really wrapped up and everyone's so excited and it's just such a nice, like... Such a nice event,
0: quite a nice escape. How about you Ricky? Um, Because I live so close to Windsor, I'm debating whether to to go in and soak it all up and spend the day there because um, I play for Windsor Hockey Club and the one of the schools, Windsor Boys School, which is our home ground, is opening up the car park for free. And it's a great place for locals to, to go and park because we'd be the only ones to be able to get there really early, mm. so that's a good that's a good shout. Um, and also the Windsor and Eton Brewery, where bizarrely we have our committee meetings. Um, Worst place yes, have <laughs> um, is, is, is also a good is also a good shout. But I'm told that the BBC might have taken that over. Um, uh, so it's it's a it's a debate at the moment. Should should we go in early and stake a place, or should we just stay at home and do what Julie's doing, open a bottle of prosecco. Razor glass and just enjoy it in uh, in pajamas.
1: So, uh, listeners, tell us how you will be watching um, the wedding come Saturday. Email us at queen at trinitymirror.com and we'll try and read some of your messages out later in the week. Stay tuned with mirror.co.uk and uh, on your Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And until then,
2: Pod save the Queen.